WCSG Backstage gives you access to your favorite WCSG DJs from your family-friendly morning show, the most music for your middays, and the ride home. I'm Jeremy. I'm Amanda. I'm Steve. I'm Dodd. <laughs> and I'm Darren. And this is, this is WCSG Backstage. This Well, hey, welcome to WCSG Backstage. Uh, we can't wait to get to the show, but before we go any further, as you can, if you're watching this via our Zoom feed, you can tell that we have a special guest. It's Darren Mulligan from We Are Messengers. Welcome, Darren. Hey, Darren. Hi, Darren. Thanks for having me. Thanks for that super professional segue where we all said you're listening to Backstage. <laughs> well, really you know, great to have you. Glad to be here. Really, I miss you guys. I was thinking about you all yesterday, actually. Well, we are so thankful to have you. And this is kind of our first time trying to do this through Zoom since we're trying to practice social distancing the best way that we can. It's not easy. No, it's not easy. But honestly, it's really worth doing. I think if we can get over the next few weeks, we can get back to, I don't know, back to work. I think I really want to see Americans getting back to work. Too many people are hurting right now. Got to get over the health part of it first. But I think the honeymoon phase of being at home has worn off. I am in the middle of a deep cabin yeah. fever. I, mm. I got to get out. <laughs> As an artist, what does that look like for you? Like you probably want to be able to get out and play your songs and do those types of things. Yeah, it's weird because, you know, the first few weeks was wonderful. It felt like a, a reset, felt like I was able to connect with my wife and the kids again. But the gloss of that has faded somewhat in the past <laughs> couple of weeks. And so even you think, oh, I'm going to write so many songs. I'm going to be so creative. I'm going to you know, write a book and, you know, and you know what you do, you end up cleaning the dishes four times a day and just getting sucked into being a stay-at-home dad. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with that, but it's just, it's, I thought it would be the most creative, wonderful time. It's not. <laughs> so. Well, I think that's good for all of us to remember too. I think many of us are like, I want to learn a new language or I want to finish all the things that I was working on. If you can't or you don't, it doesn't mean you're a failure. We're all kind of going through this together and trying to figure out it's, it's chaos. It's traumatic in a lot of ways. And so if we can just make it through, that's enough. Yeah, I think that's great. I I talked to my wife about this and, you know, we were reading a post this morning on Facebook and you had one of these super moms who was talking about how her kids have been learning cursive while she's meditating and doing self-affirmation. And I'm thinking I can barely scrape myself out of this bed right now. You know, that false social media pressure that we put on everybody to make the best of every moment. I think that actually ruins the really beautiful part of this, which is just ordinary, simple things like hanging out with your wife and kids. And Mm. one of the things I've been really excited about is watching my oldest son starting to write songs with my wife. Mm. I got come in the other day and they were writing this song on the piano and it was stunning. Like it was so, so stunning. He's 10. Mm. And I was like, I'm going to put that in the next We Are Messengers record. It's so good. (laughs) So just remembering that this world is not about me. The world doesn't revolve around me. It's been really cool, that part of it. 
You don't need to change the words today. Just make it through. It'll be enough. All right. Well, that's a nice way to kind of touch on the seriousness of what's going on. But let's light light it up a little bit. Uh, I want to go around and talk to everybody and just share if you could pick three snacks to have an endless supply of during the coronavirus quarantine, what would they be? Uh, Darren, let's go ahead and start with you. Ah, I would have uh, chocolate croissants from Starbucks. I would have everything bagels. And I would have vast amounts of guacamole. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> nice. That's quite Starting a combo. <laughs> You're going to go for the carb trifecta with the croissants yeah. and bagels and bagels. everything. But. All right, real good. Steve? All right. Um, in no particular order, I went with peanut M&Ms, <laughs> uh, McDonald's French fries. I don't know. Just, you just can't let them get cold. Right, right. And you can't reheat them. They're no good. Uh, and... <laughs> Totino's pizza rolls. I rediscovered those <laughs> last week because my kids oh. picked up some. Do you cook them just enough so they kind of like burst a little bit? Yes. Like they got to ooze just a little. Right. And then you have to make sure you let them cool. You cannot be too yes. eager because there is molten <laughs> lava that will come out of those. I have been trying hard to eat less junk and been pretty successful. But I will admit at the store the last time I was there, I picked up a lot of Diet Coke. I have been Ooh. drinking more of that than I have been all year. Um, <laughs> there's also this bean dip from Trader Joe's that's super, super good. You can either have that on like tortilla chips. It's really good. You use it on a quesadilla or like carrots if you're trying to be healthy. That's pretty good too. And then, of course, my standby is cosmic brownies. Mm. Haven't touched one in a while, but if I could have endless supplies, I would totally be going there. Now, Steve, you talked about the pizza rolls a little bit, and I was kind of surprised when we did our once a week essential grocery shopping last week. I didn't know that there was a bag of 120 that you could get, but that's what (laughs) we're purchasing these days because we have six people at home right now, and we do have a little fire pit out back, and pizza rolls cooked on a marshmallow stick over a campfire are really good. You do have to microwave them first, though, to defrost them a little bit. Oh, sure. Okay. That wasn't on my three. That was like a freebie, but uh, we did at the campfire. (laughs) One of the things that I was craving was Reese's peanut butter cups. That's like one of my Mm. first things I'll grab at the gas station or at the grocery, the checkout lane. A Reese's peanut butter cup is really good on a s'more. I was wanting that the other day. If you know me, Amanda, you know I love me some munchos, two forty nine in the shiny red bag. And uh, (laughs) and then also Cheetos. And I'm not too particular about the brand. So if they're made in Grand Rapids, I'm fine with that. Uh, If they're baked, they're still good. Because of the cheese on your fingers, though, I do like to eat them like out of the bag or out. It's like a second snack. It is. It is. (laughs) That's my. All right. Well, I went with Dr Pepper. I need to have a good supply of that. Uh, I have rediscovered cheese balls, and I really like the planters ones. And then uh, right now it's the season for Reese's eggs. I like them way better than the peanut butter cups. So if I could have lots of those. Aren't they like really the same? It's just. No, the the ratio of chocolate to peanut butter is much different than the peanut butter cups. Scientifically proven by Jeremy. (laughs) (laughs) Tell me something good. All right. So Darren, we're going to move into our next section, which is uh, tell me something good. So I think Amanda prepped you for that. If you've got like a, a feel good story. I uh, know for me, it's just actually the neighborhood. It's just watching people actually checking in on each other. You know, I, I'll be honest. Sometimes, you know, I live in a, in a suburb and I have neighbors left and right. And sometimes you forget to even talk to your neighbors. You know, you're too busy telling the world that we need to connect and we need to share the gospel and we need to love each other that you walk past your own neighbor's house and never check on them. And so, just watching my, my neighbors come out and say, do you, do you guys need anything? If you need anything, I'm here. I've got this. I'm sharing. So I've stopped watching the news. Mm. And that has been so good for me. 
it has reminded me that the sky is not falling. The world is not falling apart mm. right now. It's a tough time. But when you see neighbors loving on each other, you remember we're going to be all right. And this is what America was about. I liked, I think you did a Facebook post about just thanking the garbage collectors and the regular people yeah, that are still dude. out there doing their jobs. That was really, I, I like the way you said that, Darren. I'm telling you, bro, I came out, you know, sleepy in the morning. I heard the truck pulling up and I, I came out to collect the trash can and I thought nothing more of that. And then I saw the guy and I realized, oh, you're still at work. Mm-hmm. You're still doing this. And so it really reminded me that Christian musicians were really not that important right now. And I love it because it's the great equalizer. It's reminded me that people in the grocery stores, they're the heroes. You know, cleaners in hospitals, they're the heroes right now. And so our job should be just one of spotlighting them and shining that light on them and saying, oh, this is what really matters. And so all our little silly, petty egos, they can all just drift away right now. And I'm so fine with them Mm. never coming back. Well, I have a story that's about kind of, it touches on the neighbor aspect, Darren, but then it goes nationwide. It was about a church in New Jersey that as soon as, you know, all of this started happening, they wanted to reach out to their neighbors. And so they teamed up. What started out as them wanting to deliver some goods to one of their congregants who was you know, diagnosed mm. with coronavirus. It started with like 600 boxes in New Jersey from this small church. And then it's gone nationwide because of their uh, partnership with other agencies. Now they're reaching out into 20 states and it's anything from food for someone who feels like they're all alone or toilet paper or disinfectant yeah. wipes. And this is one of the responses that they got. You know, he said, people come to the door in tears and for you to know that you're not forgotten. There's a God that sees you and loves you. And there's something in a church that cares about you. It really means the world to people. So wow. Mm -hmm. good on them and I think a good encouragement for us to do what you said just not to forget those that are right around us. It's an opportunity to step up isn't it like it's an opportunity to demonstrate the faith that we all talk about and sing about and proclaim because the world is watching us right now they're watching our response so Mm -hmm. like for example even something as simple as staying at home your neighbors are watching you because they're waiting for you to be that crazy evangelical Christian that's like, oh, the snake can bite me, but the poison won't get me. I'll be fine. Mm. You know, we need to be people of law and people of order. And we need to honor our governors and our government. And we need to follow those instructions because that is the honorable thing to do. It's the right thing to do, even whether we disagree with that or not. So it's an opportunity to show the world that we actually are the people of peace that we say we are. I will say this. I think we're doing a really good job. I think Christians are stepping up in every community and are leading well for the most part. Well, as you mentioned, there is a lot of negative news out there. And so we use this opportunity to celebrate those good news stories. And uh, I've got one from Detroit. Mom and pop restaurants, of course, many of them forced to close. Several of them said they saw dips in their sales before the Michigan governor shut things down. And so now everything is completely closed for a lot of these smaller restaurants. And so what they've done, uh, there's one particular man. um, His name is uh, Maxell, and he owns a Caribbean. Fusion restaurant. And he was looking at his restaurant, realizing he has all these supplies and they're perishable goods and he didn't want them to go to waste. So at first he started giving them out to his employees, knowing that the last thing they had was their last paycheck. And once he was able to meet their needs, then he realized, hey, I still have plenty left over. Let me get together with some other restaurants around the area, uh, which included a Thai restaurant as well as a grill restaurant and a chicken and waffles restaurant. And now (laughs) all 
four of these restaurants have come together to start coming up with very eclectic meals as you blend all those culinary tastes together <laughs> to be able to provide meals to area homeless shelters in and around the Detroit area. So wow. In an area that has been hit quite hard because, you know, they're mostly known for cars, manufacturing and other issues that they deal with. Now you've got this little bit of a bright spot where all these people are coming yeah. together to help take care of those who would be going without right now, especially because of how difficult things are. We can't forget in this moment that the world is still turning, that all yep. these needs still need to be met. So we had a family reach out to us this morning saying that needs for foster home our foster placements have increased dramatically. Because you've got to remember that this thing has meant that many kids whose only escape from home was going into school or daycare programs, that shut off to them now. And a lot of these kids are in very violent places. Mm. So if people are listening to this and have a passion for foster care, now would be a time to really step into that. Also, we just had a massive tornado down here in Nashville. Right. And John Clore, I don't know if you guys know John Clore from Word, and um, he's a mm-hmm. uh, head of marketing. His home was destroyed. So I went up and drove through the community with him a couple of weeks ago. And so all that help that rushed in to help with the tornado relief, like I'm talking hundreds and thousands of homes destroyed, seems to have dissipated. So my story is about a little girl who did have a trip planned. She's part of the Make-A-Wish program and she has an illness and Make-A-Wish, what they do is they grant wishes to kids who are probably not going to have a lot of other opportunities because of their health and their disease that they're dealing with. She had a trip to Disney World planned and she was super, super excited about it. And because of the travel restrictions, because of her health, they said, we're sorry, we just can't do this right now. And, you know, of course she's devastated. She's a little girl and she's nine years old. That was her one thing that she had to look forward to. While a woman named Shauna, she owns a, an event company called Let's Party Events. And so what she said is, well, you can't go to Disney, but we're going to bring Disney to you. <laughs> so what they ended up doing is they brought Disney to her. Over 75 vehicles did a parade around her house. Wow. And wow. then various Disney characters like Cinderella and Mickey Mouse and Belle, Olaf from Frozen, all of these costume characters, of course, stood six feet apart in her yard. Mm. But 75 cars like wanted to wish her, like, hey, we hope you're doing well and of course the make-a-wish people said as soon as this clears up we definitely can reschedule your trip but here's a little way to make sure you can have a little happiness in spite of all the stuff that's going on so i thought that was really really sweet well uh my tell me something good real quick is just uh, another one of generosity a little town in indiana which has 549 households Last week, every one of those households woke up to receive an envelope in the mail that had three $50 gift cards to local establishments around town. A generous uh, person just said, I want to gift everyone in my town and take care of some of these local businesses. He spent... $82,000, which meant uh, about $27,000 for each of these businesses. And everybody in town received uh, three $50 gift cards to each of these places. He just was like, I want to support the town and take care of the residents. And so he just kind of took care of a few meals for some people in town. I love the idea of not just, I'm going to send these residents money, but I want to support my local business in that too. Like, you know, that $27,000 for each business 
business is really going to be a boost in the arm for all of them who cannot serve food right now and cannot yeah. have customers come in their doors. So a creative, yeah. really creative way to do that. Smart. I was unemployed for a long time years ago in, in Ireland. Uh, and I know what poverty looks like. Even here in America, you guys know my story. So we have to remember that a lot of people are actually really financially struggling right now. Even in our industry, in the music industry, like pretty much overnight, an entire industry was shut down. So I think it's really important to remember your local restaurants. Keep ordering out from your local restaurants if possible, because those jobs are really, really important. If you have financial resources, now is the time to love people with them. You know, you talk about if you have financial resources, uh, this might be an opportunity to give back. At church, recently they said, you know, a lot of people save up for that rainy day fund. You you know, maybe it's a month or two months worth of wages. Maybe that emergency isn't your emergency. Maybe it's somebody else's emergency right now. So that's a Ooh, we don't like that. Right? <laughs> <laughs> don't like that's why I wanted to share it. It hit me right here when I heard it. <laughs> so Good. That's good. Don't think. Let's move on to our next segment, Darren. This is something we call uh, Don't Think, Just Answer. And usually Jeremy pulls a name out of a jar (laughs) to find out who's going to be in the hot seat. But since you're here with us today, you get the honor and the privilege. So here's how this is going to work. Jeremy will get his timer out. You'll have 60 seconds to answer as many. uh, These are short answer questions like choose one or choose the other. Don't think, just answer. And if everyone's ready, I think we can... Just okay. say go. <laughs> All right, here we go, Darren. Three, Let's go. two, one. Green Lantern or Green Arrow? Ah, green Lantern. <laughs> uh, would you rather sneeze all the time or hiccup all the time? Oh, sneeze all the time. <laughs> Bono or The Edge? The Edge. <laughs> Blue jeans or black jeans? Black jeans. Costco or Sam's Club? <laughs> Costco. <laughs> Sneakers or boots? Sneakers. Gandalf or Dumbledore? Oh, Gandalf for days, all day, every day. (laughs) Blueberries or strawberries? Oh, strawberries. Bangers or mash? (laughs) Both. (laughs) (laughs) Would you rather be stuck in an elevator or stuck on a ski lift? Stuck on a ski lift. PJs all day or sleep in your clothes? PJs all day, dude. <laughs> Country or rock and roll? Rock and roll. Relive the 80s or relive the 90s? Relive the 90s, dude. <laughs> Would you rather lose your keys or lose your phone? <laughs> I would rather lose my phone. Piccolo or oboe? I have no idea what either of those names are. Let's go with that oboe. That's your 60 seconds. A piccolo is like a little tiny flute. Yeah. Yeah. When he said it, I was thinking, is this like on the menu at a Mexican restaurant? That's what I was thinking. (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy's doing some quick tabulating. I think I got through four. I think Amanda got through four. Steve got through three or four. 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 So that's 12. And then Dodd. A four. All right, so 16. All right, not bad. It's good showing. That is the best Zoom score we've had to date. (laughs) Is that where you win by answering the most questions in a short time? Yes. Yes. But we had, I gave you a little extra time just because there's a little bit of latency and delay as we go from one screen to another. So. And we never really know when it's just those of us around the table. Like if we're actually telling the truth, people will just spit out the first thing that comes to mind. So it could be a complete lie. We don't know. A little thought in it. I was honest. 
the bangers and mash one was tricky because both <laughs> things are very close to my heart, you know. Mm. Well, and I tried to interlace a few of my questions to give you a little of that, you know, Irish flavor. So that's why I went with Green Lantern or Green Arrow. Uh-huh. And then I didn't I didn't get to it, but I was gonna say you get a name change. You can either be Darren O'Mulligan or Darren McMulligan. <laughs> <laughs> My name, believe it or not, in Irish is O'Mulligan. It's O'Mulligan. Oh, really? There you go. It means son of. Can we ask, this is not on the script, how are your folks doing? Yeah, they're good. I talk to them most days, so my brothers and sisters are dropping them up groceries today. You know, they're avoiding contact. But I was talking to my dad the other day. I said, Dad, how are you getting on And with this quarantine? And he said, sure, I've been preparing for quarantine all my life. He says, I love it. I'm like your dad. I'm like your dad. (laughs) As we get ready to wrap things up, um, we're going to close out with something we call a deep cut. And usually it's one of us brings a song that maybe is not being heard on the radio, but we think people need to hear. And since we have like an actual legit musician with us, Darren, (laughs) do you have a deep cut that you could share with us? Yeah. So the new record, the power album, we had the opportunity, so me and Kyle Williams, my guitar player, we produced, recorded, wrote the entire record from start to finish, and we did it like in the strangest of places. But one of the songs is towards the end of the album. It's a song called Always You, and it's a love song from a wife. But we had finished the show with Toby Mack, went back to the dressing room. Toby's old drummer, B. Haley, is getting changed behind me. He's half naked. There's people using the toilets and the showers. Kyle sets up his computer and the little keyboard and starts playing these four chords. And this is the way all my songs come to be. Immediately I sang, eyes to the ground, not sure of the long. Why'd you stick around? I thought you'd be gone. And so we wrote this really beautiful love song from a wife with half naked men all around me. It was a weird setup <laughs> close to the bathroom. And why I love that song is... I think every record I ever do, I want a song on there to remind both myself, my wife, and my kids that Heidi, my wife, is the story of my life. She's the reason that I'm alive. She's the reason that I get to do music. She's the reason that I have a relationship with Jesus. Please go listen to it after this. Put headphones on and listen to it. Yes, it will never be played on radio unless you have one of those days where it's like, bring your favorite song to radio day. But um, <laughs> it's beautiful. We got a string section on there up in North Nashville. And it's just the most organic, wonderful thing my ears have ever been a part of. So, yeah, I never get to talk about that one. So thank you. Absolutely. Awesome. Thanks for bringing that to the table. We're going to close things out and we'll go around the horn, say our names again and try to. uh, We'll maybe do a (laughs) countdown. I'll close out by saying WCSG backstage. So here we go. I'm Jeremy. (laughs) I'm Amanda. I'm Steve. I'm Dodd. And I'm Darren. And this is WCSG Backstage. Eyes to the ground, not sure I belong. Why'd you stick around? I thought you'd be gone. Why do I feel this way? I got nothing to say. Won't you hold me? It was always you. Promise I'll put you first Now I know it's true Yeah, it was always, it was always you
I don't know what I would do. Where would I be if I didn't have you in my life? In this world, I got nothing but hurt. Won't you hold? 